0: Hey, GBLers. Welcome to Get Busy Living, a podcast that brings inspiring people together to discover what ignites them to be bigger than themselves. I'm your host, Ann O'Neill. Today, we have an awesome father-son duo whose mission is to spread happiness. John and Mark created John's Crazy Socks, where giving back is an essential part of what they do. This includes donating close to $500,000 to charities. John has been a Special Olympics athlete for 21 years, and over half of the employees at John's Crazy Socks have a differing capability. We had a lot of fun discussing the details of how they're spreading happiness and highlighting what is truly possible when you give people a chance to shine. Well, John and Mark from John's at Crazy Socks are joining us on the Get Busy Living podcast. Hey, guys, welcome. Thank you
1: so much. I,
2: I'm really happy to be here. I think you're healthy of us. We're, we're really happy to be here, Ed. <laughs> We've been looking forward to this conversation.
0: Oh, definitely. Me too. And sitting here on Zoom with you guys, your smiles are just so genuine and big. There's no doubt you're spreading happiness throughout the world. I'm happier just sitting here in conversation with you. Let's hear it from you. How did we get started creating John's Crazy Socks?
1: Um, I just shot our content
2: and we well, have the, uh, the. Why don't we make sure we say who we are? So right? you, <laughs> you introduce yourself.
1: Yes, my name is John. My Partner, my dad's Mark. We are John Crazy Socks. John's
2: Crazy Socks. What's <laughs> our mission? It's spreading happiness. And, and just like in a nutshell, and we uh, John's Crazy Socks is a social enterprise. Yeah. We sell socks, right? Yeah. How many different socks do we have?
1: We have a four thousand different kinds of socks. I mean, oh my so gosh.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm the owner of the world's largest sock store.
1: Yes. What?
0: I mean, I've never had that many socks. That is so but, cool.
2: But, you know, uh, what we're about really is showing what people showing what's possible, mm-hmm. showing the power of social entrepreneurism, but showing what people with different abilities can do. Part of that is our giving back program. that's baked into everything we do. Mm-hmm. It's creating personal connections with customers. So we create customer experiences, and it all rolls up to spreading happiness. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) What a great mission. You couldn't create something better than that. So with these awesome socks, over 4,000 different ones, I know you have some awareness socks I want to get into, but take me back to the fall of 2016 when you were just getting ready to start creating this and you were bumping around some different ideas.
2: Well, so our story starts in a small log cabin in the woods.
1: No. No. Oh. <laughs>
2: it, it starts on a suburban Long Island outside New York City. Mm. So you mentioned it was the fall of 2016. Um, where I, were you?
1: I was at 100 high school right here in New York. I'm going to be in my last year of
2: school. So he's in his last year of school. And here's something people may not know. If you have a disability anywhere in the U.S., you can stay in the public school system until you turn 21.
0: Mm, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: But Once you turn 21, they're going to tell you, get out. And here's why that's relevant. Because when you're in school, all of your services, all the programs are right there in front of you. Mm. But once you're done, you're on your own. And there may or may not be programs out there. And you have to find your way. It's, it's often known as the 21-year-old cliff. mm. John, you have Down syndrome? He did you. So John was in school to his 21. And so back in that fall of, of 16, he's trying to figure out what am I going to do next?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. What were you look I look at a job program at school. I don't like that
2: I don't like. He had worked before, he had worked for me before in an office, looking for meaningful work, but you couldn't find anything. Right. Right. And unfortunately. That is a reality for too many people with a different ability. Mm. Fewer than five people with a disability are employed in this country. Wow. It's an awful situation.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: John, John is a natural entrepreneur. If You didn't see a job you wanted. What were you going to do? I create I want, one. I want to make
1: one. You will just okay. make his own? Mm-hmm. What you- I said, I want to go be with my dad. A nice father's son being together. Oh.
2: Well, that sounded pretty cool. <laughs> I'm a lucky man, and I've got three sons. John's mm-hmm. the youngest, and this is one I can work with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and it sounds like it's already a success. What a, we're a great uh, story so far. <laughs>
2: so, but but here's the thing about entrepreneurs like John and, and myself: we we have a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. and some of those ideas are even good ones, but. <laughs> Now we're trying to figure out what are we going to do? What was one of your ideas? Well, I made
1: mean, a food truck. I got I an idea from the movie Chef and Joe Farrow. Mm. That movie about a father's son uh, buying a food truck. Oh, so cool.
2: A food truck sounded like a fun idea. Mm-hmm. We're talking, what could we make? What could we do? And, I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to spend my whole day in a food truck, <laughs> but it didn't matter because we ran into this problem. We can't cook. Yeah, we
0: oh can't. my! <laughs> yes. Okay. Got it.
2: It <laughs> wasn't going to be a food truck. But then, right before Thanksgiving, or the U.S. Thanksgiving, John, you had your Eureka moment. I did.
1: I want to sell crazy socks. Why oh. socks? it's fun, it's colorful, it's creative, I'll always let me be me.
2: I've mm. these socks his whole life. We used to drive around looking for them. <laughs> but we figured this. If John loved these socks that much, surely other people would too, and we could find our tribe. Right. We took that idea, and we went the lean startup rep. We didn't prepare a detailed business plan. We didn't go and look for financing. We just said, let's get something up and running and we'll find out. Customers won't let us know. Right, right. So you already had the name.
1: Yeah, I, I got a name. Uh, a
2: notice his name. Is
0: e- <laughs> yes, name uh, and face. Yes, you are
2: the man.
1: He I want. he wants a Mark Serious <laughs> Socks. I, I said, no.
2: No, the Mark Serious <laughs> Socks. <Syria sauce>. Uh, <laughs> More um,
0: serious socks got it. <laughs> so
2: we built a website. We got a, yeah. a little bit of inventory. We're bootstrapping so you make do with what you have. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. Mm. And I would take out my cell phone and we made videos. And who do you think was in those videos? I
1: am. I, I talked about socks. Mm. socks. Socks, socks. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and we noticed something. People started sharing those videos. Mm. So, what day did we open? We opened
1: a Friday, a December 9th, two thousand fifteen.
2: Mm. And we didn't know what to expect, but we were very fortunate. We got forty-two orders that first day. Wow! And most of them were local. Right in, in the town of Huntington, it's in the school. That's where we lived. We had temporary office space there. So what did we do with those first orders? Our Home deliveries. Did home deliveries.
0: Ooh, was so personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. Red face box. to face.
2: <laughs> put the socks in the boxes. We looked at it and said it needs something else. Yeah. I, so what did you I, put I, in? I
1: put a in the and candy. I, I put yeah. the
2: He put thank you note in. Handwritten thank you note. We got bags of Hershey's kisses, loaded yes. oh. up with the Hershey's kisses, filled up the car with these things, drove around, and you knocked on doors.
1: I did. A customer response. "They loved the socks," <laughs> and they took a picture and shared on a social media a word against us spread. We, oh,
2: wow. We were out some nights at ten o'clock at night, and John knocking on doors. Just John with your socks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the calling up to order again, just to get on to come back to their house.
0: I was going to say the socks are amazing. I actually have a couple of mine here. You guys
2: look. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. I very so- cool. Nice. Oh, right. And
0: some of the Down syndrome awareness socks that I want to get into and talk about. But, and I got candy and I got your handwritten note. I mean, I've never had something so first class. And I can't imagine if you came to people's houses with that big smile and your charismatic attitude, I would be buying all the socks. I don't care. That's great. What a great story.
2: Thank you. Well, and you can see, you know, in the way we got started, that gave us the DNA that runs through us today. Mm. So, yes, we've been very fortunate to grow, um, but we still have the same value, the same mission, the same value. Here's an example. We have now shipped 375,000 packages to 88 different countries.
0: Wow. Congratulations. That is just amazing.
2: (laughs) We get an order between our office and our home. What are you doing?
1: I'm still doing home tennis
2: Oh, wow. When we travel, we look to see do we have any orders going where we're traveling to? So we've been in Pittsburgh knocking on doors and You like doing that.
1: We did it in Maine.
2: Did it in Maine, yep. Because that personal connection is really important
0: to us. Oh, definitely. And I've been following you on social media, and it does feel like I'm a part of the family watching you and the business. So it's tremendous that you're mission-driven. Talk a little bit even about some of the employees that you guys have hiring and your mission to hire people with different capabilities there.
2: We built the business on five pillars. But the most important one of those is inspiration and hope. Mm. I want to show the world what people with different abilities can do. And so we saw with John. We don't, John has Down syndrome, but we don't say, okay, you go to the back of the room. Mm. He's the face of the company. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I have down next room.
2: Down mm-hmm. next room,
1: never hold me back.
2: More than half of our colleagues have a differing ability. And it's more than just hiring people. We want to show the world. So we create content all the time to share on our social media platforms. And it's not the PBS, you should eat this, this will be good for you. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's showing <laughs> people as they are. We host tours and work groups from schools and social service agencies because we want students with a differing ability to see, yes, yes. I can get a job. Yes, there are things I can do. I can make a contribution. Wow. We take on speaking engagements. I know doing a podcast interview with you is, is part of that, right? We're, that's why I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that you have us on. We get to tell this story. We get to share what people can do. So we've spoken in front of uh, Microsoft, 5,000 people at a Microsoft conference, 3,000 people at an Ernst & Young conference. We've been talking to more colleges and universities. So in the past week, we spoke at Ripon College. Now this has been virtual. Mm-hmm. Ripon College in Wisconsin, Trinity College Dublin in Ireland, mm-hmm. and City University of Paris. Just, you know, the more people we can reach to show hiring people with differing abilities is good business. and And we do advocacy work. So we've testified twice before the U.S. Congress. Yes. We've spoken to the United Nations. Last week, the New York State legislature honored John by passing a resolution and inviting him onto the floor of the New York State Assembly, which was, was really cool.
0: That is so amazing. It's just incredible what you guys have been able to do with your story and get people to open their eyes and see the world through a new lens. I think one of the biggest things you said, you talked to Microsoft and Google and so many different organizations, but that you're actually shifting their culture by their company culture by showing what's possible with your with your own company.
2: We want to be careful about this, right? The two of us, we're just a couple of knuckleheads selling socks, <laughs> But all we want to do. It's change the world. It's change the world. <laughs> it's <changed> the world. <laughs> In our little way. You know, it's just piece at a time, us one pair of socks at a time. Just let's show what's possible, bring some happiness, and show what people can do.
1: Wow.
0: Well, there's no doubt about it. This was the the coolest package that I received with the fun outdoor or the coloring on the outside of the package, the handwritten note, the candy, obviously the socks, and they shipped the exact same day, which was impressive. So I got them fast, but I wanted to chat a little bit about the Down Syndrome Awareness Socks. I know we just had World Down Syndrome Day on March 21st. So can you talk a little bit so we community here can understand a little bit more about what Down syndrome is and what kind of some of the characteristics are of that and why to bring awareness to it?
2: So uh, Down syndrome is the most common chromosomal condition. We all have, all of us humans, we have 23 pairs of chromosomes. People with Down syndrome have a little bit extra. They have an extra 21st chromosome. Mm -hmm. And that's what causes Down syndrome. So that's why March 21st is World Down Syndrome Day. Third month, 21st day, Mm -hmm. 21st chromosome, three, three of them. And what it does is it causes some changes to a person's body. There are some things that everybody with Down syndrome has. So for an example, low muscle tone. John and everybody with Down syndrome has low muscle tone. So I know you want to talk about special Olympics. When John competes as an athlete, he has to work just extra hard. Mm. And there are some things that are, you know, just odd. Like if you look at your hand, you have three greases okay. on your hand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: With Down syndrome, only have two. There are different medical conditions. So... When John was born, he faced some very significant issues. Not everybody with Down syndrome has these, so they are more common. So on day three of his life, John needed intestinal bypass surgery. It was scary. We didn't know if he would survive the operation. We brought a Catholic priest in to baptize him. Before he was three months old, John needed open heart surgery. He had two holes in his heart. Again, we did not know if he'd the operation, but he couldn't live without it. And mm. unfortunately, our medical advances have, have climbed tremendously. But here are some interesting things. People with Down syndrome might have heart defects. Mm-hmm. They don't get heart disease. They can get cancers, but they don't get tumor cancers. And sometimes there's a view... Oh, everybody with Down syndrome, they're always happy, they're always smiling. That nobody means poorly with that, but that kind of dehumanizes that, right? John, here, you, you smile a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get upset <laughs> sometimes? Yes. Do you get angry? Do I want to be near you early in the morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, Down syndrome is really very important to us. Mm -hmm. John here is on the board of the National Down Syndrome Society. Yeah. Wow. And making those Down syndrome socks was important. Mm. We had the idea right as we were starting in January of 2017. And at that point, we were only selling other people's socks. Oh. Mm -hmm. So we went looking for a pair of down syndrome socks to find we couldn't find one nobody made one mm-hmm. what'd you say i i said i want to make one i want to create one He said all right we <laughs> should make a <our> row <laughs> so the little socks you held up yeah i designed those oh they're beautiful the i love ones. them first down syndrome awareness socks Wow! Uh, and when we knew we were going to make them your john designed them we found a mill that would make them for us We called up the National Down Syndrome Society and said, hey, you don't know us, but we want to give you money. We want to give you money. (laughs) Every pair of these socks that we sell, because the giving back is really important to us. Mm -hmm. So those socks celebrate people with Down Syndrome. They applaud them and they raise money for good cause.
0: These socks are blue and yellow, which I believe are the colors for rolled it down syndrome day and awareness. You have very many different types of awareness socks. You've mentioned giving back real quick. Let's talk about how you guys incorporate that into John's crazy socks. I see you've given over $450,000 away to different charities and organizations, including Excellent. Special Olympics. So
2: amazing. <laughs> From day one. We had pledged five percent of our earnings to Special Olympics. And why uh, the Special Olympics? I
1: am Special Olympics athlete. Mm, uh, right on. So yeah. You're an
2: athlete. Well, how old were you when you started? When we five years old. You started? Oh with wow. Basketball. Five. How old are you now? I'm twenty-six. So you've been doing this going on twenty-one years. Oh,
0: that's awesome. And wait, what sports? We gotta we gotta figure out what I sports had, you played.
1: I, I played basketball. Ooh. and fields. Soccer and snowshoe.
0: Snowshoe. What, what a variety of fun sports. Do you have one that you liked the most?
1: Well, one of the I like is snowshoe.
0: Ooh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, especially in Miami, I don't know about snowshoeing.
1: <laughs> I, I down in New York. I snowshoe. I look like a just racket. Mm. The um, old fashioned
2: ones. The old old fashion.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Metal things, right? You were like all modern and everything.
0: (laughs) That's what I was envisioning was like the tennis racket on a sneaker. So, yeah. (laughs) That's in the
2: cartoons, right? (laughs) Well, here's a really cool thing. All right. And and you'll appreciate this as an athlete. He and his teammates, they're they're on the Huntington Blue Devil team. They start training in August. So they train on a beach. (laughs)
0: <laughs> on the sand?
2: And they run up yep. and down on the sand. Wow. They only get to compete in two meets a year. One is in January and one is in mid-February. So they start in August training for those two events. Think about you know, people think about Special Olympics as being, oh, it's nice, people run around. No, it's about training and competition.
0: Absolutely.
2: So athletes <laughs> are training from August. Into January for two events, think uh, about their commitment and their discipline and their teamwork and the sacrifice for a goal. How uh, awesome is that
0: <laughs> that it's It's just incredible. it's It's a real athletic event. I've said on this podcast before, and I'll say it here with you guys, which was why I'm also so excited you were here is, you know, volunteering my time with the special Olympics was one of the most fulfilling experiences I've had, whether it was in Iowa or here in South Florida, because everyone is so focused and yet excited to participate and compete with their friends. And everyone's cheering for each other to perform their best. It was, it's just an amazing athletic environment. And I love that we're going to be able to put that out and everyone can know a little bit more of that, what's going on. And I know that there's, the USA games are coming up in Orlando of June of June of this year so it's gonna be awesome hopefully we can see some of that on tv and all these these special athletes
2: it's wonderful to see many of our colleagues are special olympic athletes many of us have coached in that Mm -hmm. i've coached some high school ball and youth ball and oh yeah all those bill belichick wannabes (laughs) should all come special olympics for a while and and see what the fierce heart of a competitor really looks like.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that challenge. Maybe we need to put that on social media for some of the, the big time coaches out there to come and, you know, coach and even train with some of the athletes out there. It's, it's a great, awesome world. And I know the Special Olympics have the line of the revolution is inclusion. So I loved that line when I was checking out, you know, what they had done getting ready for the USA Games.
2: Well, we do a lot with them and, and it's really simple. If there was no Special Olympics, there would be no John's Crazy Socks, because wow. what he's learned and developed there. So, you know, five percent of our earnings go to them. Five percent of the sale from our sock of the month club. Mm. We have some other special products. We're always doing special, you know, special fundraising things for them. Mm-hmm. So this is a very cool thing. Wow. <laughs> Has now donated over $100,000 to the Special Olympics, more than any Special Olympic athlete has ever done.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's absolutely amazing. Congratulations.
2: It's a really cool thing.
0: Wow. Uh, That's so cool. Now, have you thought of, you've got socks, have you thought of any other merchandise you might create, you know, especially speaking from the athletics point of view, anything specifically you were looking at?
2: Well, first, we're expanding our socks. Ooh, Because now we're starting to develop a full line of our own socks, not just selling others. Mm -hmm. And we're always considering other products we can sell. And we're very careful about it. We don't want to just sell junk. And every product we sell has to meet three criteria. It's got to be fun. Got to spread happiness. And And I'm going to be behind. John's got to approve it.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that.
2: So there are things we don't sell, you know. There are socks we don't sell that carry, you know, curse words on them or something. And mm-hmm. John is not not for me. So, yes, we're we're very fortunate to have very loyal customers. And we want to be able to offer things because there are only so many socks you can buy.
0: So, what's been the coolest memory or moment that you've had since starting creating John's crazy socks?
2: There's a lot of good things. Introducing the Knicks, meeting Nancy Pelosi, or testifying before Congress, speaking at the UN. Um, I'm really cool.
1: What? Last Monday. Last Monday.
2: Oh, when you got introduced? I I, I the state I, assembly.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, I I like that because I I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. I, I especially uh, read a uh, revolution.
2: We've been incredibly fortunate with a lot of great things, but in many ways, the, the coolest thing is just getting to watch our colleagues. So we've, we're very seasonal. We're very busy, particularly in the holidays. There's nothing better than to be here the holidays. It's like Santa's workshop. So many people <laughs> working, so much energy and, and we get to see minor miracles every day. I mean, I'll give you an example. So Thomas, we do our own fulfillment, run our own pick and pack work. Mm-hmm. What do we call our pickers? Sock wranglers. Sock wranglers.
0: Uh, sock wranglers. Okay.
2: <laughs> so Thomas one of our sock wranglers. And his mom called us up in October of 2017 and said, look, I understand you hire people like my son. You need to give my son a job. And, you know, our colleague spoke to him and said, okay, but we're not hiring right now. We'll, we'll let you know. When we are, we'll post it. You know, you can check our website. Mm-hmm. Well, she called every day because she's a mom.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I spoke to her and I said, you know, tell me, you know, tell me about Thomas. So Thomas uh, is in a bad way. Uh, he has autism. He's in his early twenties. He's very depressed. We have trouble getting him to come out of his room. He won't shower, or shave. We can't get him to join any programs. He hasn't spoken to his father in over six months. And say, oh, well, sounds like a wonderful employee. And when we had an opening, she brought Thomas out. And be clear, we don't give jobs away. Everybody earns a job. For our sock wranglers, you have to pass the sock wrangler test to show us you can do the job. Well, he passed that test as if he was put on this earth to be a sock wrangler. Now, Thomas still works with us on the days he's scheduled to work. He is showered and shaved and waiting at 630 in the morning for his father to drive him to the office. A young man who would not look at you and would not talk to anybody Mm. comes in and wishes everybody a good morning. And, And be clear, we did nothing. All we did was give Thomas the opportunity to earn a job, and it's transformative. Wow. We get to see moments like that all the time. How awesome is that?
0: I have tears in my eyes. That is just an incredible story to hear the transformation just by giving an opportunity to show what someone's capable of. It is, it is just amazing what your work is. And you mentioned it at the beginning that you're just out here changing the world one sock at a time and spreading happiness at all at the once.
2: And, you know, and, and here's something that's, that's important. Right, We talk about having a social enterprise. We clearly have a very strong social mission, mm-hmm. but that can never be an excuse for not having a good business. Right. We have to be a great e-commerce business. We've got to have a great website. Mm -hmm. We've got to have great selection. The socks, the products have to be great. Mm -hmm. We have over 29,000 five-star reviews. 96% of the reviews are five-star reviews. And like you saw, the service has to be great. We do same-day shipping. So, So we do better shipping than Amazon.
0: Oh, definitely. And personalized notes? I You don't hear of that anymore these days.
2: He's not putting a thank you note in those Right, <laughs> no, I, I didn't get any of those. <laughs> right? But you also mentioned that you feel like part of this. Mm-hmm. We're looking to create customer experiences, and we share this with our customers. So when you buy from us, yes, you're going to get great socks. But now you're part of what we're doing. You're part of this movement. You're enabling us to hire people with different abilities. You're making it possible for the Giving Back program. You're enabling us. You you put us in a position to go to Washington and speak to the powers that be and, and advocate. So now... And you become a philanthropist with <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm a I'm not even just a huge fan. I do feel like I'm a part of the community and the family that you guys are creating and the family of happiness. It really does feel that way.
2: You know, our social media. You don't use social media to just tell people buy, buy, buy. You're engaging, you're sharing with things. So we share what's going on, we show what's happening, we show the results of of People support and thank them all the time right right like uh email if you're in business you know your email list is incredibly valuable and here's something else we know and every business can tell you this every time you send out an email you get a little blip in sales Mm -hmm. so it's really tempting to send a lot of emails And, you know, if you sign up or even accidentally to get your email, there are some stores, they will send you three emails a day.
0: Yes, (laughs) I do. do receive those. Mm -hmm.
2: We don't do that because nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. So we'll basically send two emails a week. And one of them is from John. And it's not there's no sales. It's just this is what you've been doing this week, right? This is what he's up to. This is what's on my mind. Yeah, we're sharing that, you know, here we are together.
0: Tell us a little bit about your podcast that you mentioned before we press record. I'd love to have everyone check that out as well, because they're going to start feeling like they're a part of your family.
2: Well, we appreciate being on your podcast. Uh Last fall, we made a concerted effort to start to appear as guests on podcasts, because what we want to do is keep telling the story, keep sharing, letting people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And along the way, we said, you know, we should be like everybody else in America. We should have a podcast. So what's the name of our podcast?
1: I explain having a podcast.
2: And it's a half hour. And all we want to do is put a smile on your face. We just want to make you feel good. Listen to something and you just walk away feeling better. So it's the two of us talking. It's John. you give giving updates on what's going on in your life. I do. And we have an update. You know, we are some standard things. We give shout outs to other businesses owned by people with different abilities. We give an update on our efforts to get in shape. That's really me, right? You're <laughs> helping. We tell some jokes, right? We share some good news stories, and John gives an update on his love life. So, what's better than that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely worth tuning in. So, the Spreading Happiness Podcast. And everyone can reach you at johnscrazysocks.com. Anything else that they should follow you on or how to reach out to you?
2: Well, the easiest thing, obviously, is through the website at
1: johnscrazysocks.com. Crazy, We're <laughs> on every
2: social media platform, uh, particularly Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of TikTok. Ooh. You love doing those TikTok dances. Huh? I do. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love
2: that. There's the podcast, which is on all the podcast platforms. Plus, you can find it on our page. And we've recently done a pair of TEDx talks. The second one, the most recent one, is on the theme that hiring people with differing abilities is not altruism; it's good business. Absolutely. We're we're out doing a lot of things. We, we'll, if you have somebody who wants us to come and speak down in Miami. We'll be on the next plane, right?
0: That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. That that'd be great. Well, you can bring your your little snowshoes. We'll start practicing on the beach. I'll I'll be I'll be so far behind you, I won't know how to do it. But you maybe you can show me the ropes.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Maybe. When you come to Miami. Well, this podcast is about good vibes, which you guys brought right from the get-go, growth mindset, and you guys are growing the business and growing your message and giving back. And there's no doubt that your socks and you two and the entire company is giving so much to the world with inclusion, with financial support, but just an overall, the happiness message has gotten through, no doubt.
2: Well, we're very fortunate, right? you got advice for people you want to offer, buddy? I do. You got a message you want to send out? Yes, Dad. Follow your heart. Follow your dream. Walk hard. So
1: you can do. How about
0: that? How about that? Well, can't think of anything better to end on, you guys. Thank you so much for being here on the Get Busy Living podcast. This was inspiring. So thank you so much for being on.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening to our conversation. If you have a GBL story in your life, share it with me on Instagram at Living underscore pod. I might just share your story on a future episode. Thank you for sharing in the good vibes and giving back and GBLing with us.